0: in old soul speedy. On this one year anniversary episode, the old phrase of the day is gold dang. Gold dang. Gold dang. Go. By the way, I'll just tell you now, it's from the 1880s, according to alphadictionary.com. Gold dang. Gold dang.
1: <laughs> is that a religiously acceptable version of god damn that is used for something positive? As in, oh I have just my. struck gold. Gold day. Oh my
0: God. Oh my God. <gasps> did, Are these getting too easy?
1: Did I get it right on our anniversary? Daniel. I think so.
0: We've officially grown, everybody. We've wow. officially grown.
1: It only took a year. <laughs> but I could <can> finally get <laughs> um, yeah. day.
0: Yes. Although I think you recently, like, quasi got it and I gave it to you.
1: Yeah. Was it the last so clearly, one? Yes. No. It was. Uh, morbid got the morbs mm. that one i that one
0: you no me. i think what was the one after that no is uh, that the
1: reason? email oh, if you're an old soul at
0: @gmail.com if you're an old soul @gmail.com um our listeners just are so passionate <laughs> um yes gold dang is a euphemism for goddamn i don't really know if it's necessarily positive but it's certainly not using the lord's name in vain which is why i think it's useful um the I example I was given by AlphaDictionary dot com is uh, "I'll be gold dang if he didn't wreck his new car," which hmm. is it really very eighteen eighties? I don't know how many new cars were in the eighteen eighties. <laughs> you know?
1: Yeah, that's that's actually a, a horrific example. Um,
0: yeah, if you wrecked your new car in the eighteen eighties, you're you're probably dead.
1: Right, or if you wrecked your new car in the a t a s people are probably going, "Oh, what is that space machine? ah, true, yeah.
0: true. <laughs> you wrecked what you're also probably going like five miles an hour, so mm. yeah, but no airbags
1: that's true. It'd be like falling off a bike, ba-boom,
0: ba-boom. yeah, which always very peaceful and comfortable, <laughs> yes falling off a bike, so Like I kind of said, it is our one-year anniversary show. Not exactly today. It was a couple days ago, but um, I was in New Jersey looking at wedding venues. Um, I would have rather been recording the podcast, but it's (laughs) fine.
1: Congratulations, even though it sounds like you had a terrible time.
0: (laughs) Actually, no. It's really good. We found a venue. We've locked it in. we got a band. It's going well. Oh, wow. Y'all get my gold dang band in there. (laughs) Gold dang Mm. band.
1: A gold bang
0: band. But yes, Speedy, I want to start here with our anniversary, which I think was July 26th is our, our official birthday. Um, Are you surprised we're still going?
1: Is it bad if I say yeah? Of course not, Danny. Of course. <laughs> our sporadic tendency to post things is only indicative of our of our devotion and our passion. Um... <laughs> I suppose I could return the question. Daniel, what are your feelings? Am I
0: surprised?
1: Are you surprised? Am
0: I surprised we're still going? Oh, boy. Um, (laughs) I would say you and I have pretty busy lives, so I can see where there could be factors that would lead us to not. But um, there were a couple times where I told people the idea for this podcast, and they were like, how long can you really keep that up
1: mm. and
0: i was like you don't really know me and speedy <laughs> so <laughs> i i um am I, i'm not surprised we're still going cuz i knew i really wanted to do it and i knew you wanted to do it um one thing i very much enjoyed is that we've been willing to kind of and i think all things really do this that keep going with things but we've expanded like our scope like we started off our first episode was the best and worst Bob Dylan covers. right? Um, and we've stopped just like picking a topic from 50 years ago and isolating it. And now it's been like, hey, why don't we just like, also in addition to celebrating anniversaries of things um, and and honoring people who have died, <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> reacting to things too that are also in the same spirit of old soulness, like um, Stranger Things and everything everywhere all at once. like. Mm-mm. we've gotten a little more relevant. Yes. Which is ironic because I told you I thought it'd be funny if we celebrated our one-year anniversary by ranking our most irrelevant episode.
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I do have a list, by the way.
1: I, I think it's a wonderful idea. I, I really, really do. Um, and I, I have pondered on it a little bit. Um, yeah. And, and I will say that I think our most relevant episode to go in the opposite direction is the one where you talked about Nicole Kidman's AMC commercial. (laughs) I think we're going to be watching that for years to come. And that one will last us a long time.
0: So I don't know if this is cool or not, but it is what it is. I go to the movie theaters by myself a lot um, Mm because I don't think my fiance knew that Marvel would just keep coming out with movies. (laughs) I think she thought, like, after Endgame, like, okay... Well, this I, is over.
1: I have to admit that is what I thought as well because it's it's end game. <laughs> this is the end.
0: Yes, no, it's uh, the end of chapter one. Wow. <laughs> um, I guess there actually, are five hundred
1: thousand uh, comic books. So yeah, but they're using they ones <laughs> now that are
0: from like 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 Miss Marvels from like ten years ago. Like that's why they keep going because they keep just feeding themselves too. Yeah. Um, which I, they have to do. I'm getting so off topic, but they have to do that because there are just too many comics that are either racist or about white people. So <laughs> no, no. it's the right thing to do to have to like make new comics so we can actually be inclusive. Yeah. Anyway, cool. back to what you're saying about Nicole Kidman. I was at AMC theaters by myself, seeing Thor by myself, and <laughs> I was at an AMC. So then like, as soon as Nicole Kidman's face popped up, I just went, oh yeah, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> like, surrounded by children, and parents. I was like, here it comes. And then, like, I was, I didn't really care because I was waiting for it. And I was like, in a place like this, heartbreak feels good in a place <laughs> like this. this. <laughs> yes. I didn't care that I was alone because I was like, I feel like a lot of people are on the same page about Nicole Kidman yes. in that commercial. So, yes, I do think I was talking about it. But the first time was when we did our, um, meet the ricardo's pod and then Mm -hmm. when we talked about how it apparently won a pulitzer which i still don't know if it's true but if it did win the pulitzer (laughs) then that was yes that was like a highlight because you were so excited when that happened
1: yeah and again a, a, a pulitzer for public service for a commercial. I almost don't want to verify if that's correct or not because it's such a ridiculous thing. <laughs> a commercial having a feel <laughs> yes. for public service. Yes. I just, <laughs> I just want to believe. I just
0: want well, to believe. I just think that's so funny because like, I don't think of movie theaters as like a non-profit that's like whole thing is to defend some. Okay. So, for example, here in Colorado, we have a park called the Triceratops Trail because mm. it has some of the oldest – and first found T. Rex and Triceratops prints ever found. That's a fun. Whole, it's like Friends of Triceratops Trail, and their whole organization is just to make sure that nobody ever touches this trail. And it's on a golf course, and they tried to build over it. And they like did these people did everything they could to make sure nobody ever touched these. It's ridiculous to think a golf course. Let's say we don't have enough golf courses to try to take over these <laughs> like seventy million dinosaurs. Seventy million year old dinosaur track. Sorry, I'm getting flustered just thinking about it. Um, but then it's like movie theaters being this like thing we have to go. Like, no, you can't take them. They're yeah. a part of our geological track. <laughs> you see,
1: I'd like to see um, Nicole Kidman yeah. put together a commercial that they force you to watch before you go to the Triceratops Trail <laughs> footprints. Asteroids feel good in a place, place like this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um okay so i ranked our most irrelevant episodes
1: bless you danny doing uh, the lord's cause... work gold dang <laughs> well
0: my one of our loyal listeners slash my friend nick who is a sports anchor by the way it's a big deal top 20 market he cares about us Ooh, anyway thanks nick um he's he said um our biggest problem is that our own topics alienate ourselves <laughs> <laughs> But that was the whole idea of the podcast, was that we wanted to talk about things that people our age rarely get to talk about, but we knew, because we were friends that there were other ones out there like us.
1: Yeah. We we were intentionally niche. Nick. Yeah, and we've expanded. Top 20 market Nick. We know yeah, what we're doing, Nick. Nick.
0: You don't know niche, Nick. You're not <laughs> a niche guy, Nick. All right. Number five is the episode that never aired. Oh. Our- <laughs> We had yes. a practice episode that was um, exploring how Wizard of Oz and Dark Side of the Moon allegedly sync up. I kind of wish we aired that one.
1: Yeah. I-, I have to say, I'd be afraid to listen back to it because we were yeah. obviously finding our stride, but it was a fun topic and I had fun doing it. So,
0: hmm. Yeah, exactly. So that was fun, but it didn't air, so it's kind of irrelevant. Yeah.
1: Maybe when um, we uh, start our Patreon, people will pay good money to listen to that <laughs> awful test. <laughs>
0: number four um my quote-unquote interview with judd apatow that was just one question that i aired on this podcast oh my gosh like i interviewed him for work for his movie uh the bubble and then i i played one he had like a great story about buddy hackett that i played on here it was his story about david letterman's story about buddy hackett anyway (laughs) i called the episode like danny's interview with judd apatow and i just it was like two minutes of it so i want to self-deprecate myself and say that that was um, absurdly self-serving, and I did not need to do that. I acknowledge it. <laughs> I just wanted to get a name on there. You know, yeah, on I the just need a name. Mm.
1: Yeah. Well, that's number
0: three. Oh, sorry. Continue.
1: Oh no, I was just going to comment on the fact that it was a one-minute interview from a tale that somebody else told. I really yeah. like the, the telephone game aspect of that story.
0: Um, yeah, I tried way too hard to say, "Hey, Judd Apatow is kind of on this podcast." <laughs> barely <laughs> barely
1: oh this this is a wonderful moment of humility daniel
0: i'm 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 very always ready to make fun of myself if you know it's soul at gmail.com <laughs> is there anything else i think i've done that deserves to be made fun of we can go beyond the one year anniversary since it's not even our anniversary right now
1: yeah is this our one year roast are we inviting the listeners yes, to <laughs> shred <laughs> us <laughs> nick says we're bad at, at picking our topics let's go give us There's some a more is a
0: great There's a great joke from um, Janine Garofalo's roast, I think, where Ben Stiller was like, hey, Janine, you know, you can say no. (laughs) And that's basically... (laughs) It's a great joke about some of the movies she's done. But, like, I feel like we could do that for some more topics, too. You know, just because, like, the fourth member of, like, the Bee Gees died doesn't mean you have to talk about them.
1: (laughs) Yeah. In fact, I don't think we've ever said no to a pitched... Topic. Like, you're usually the one that comes up with it. You'll run it by me. And I think I'm always like, yeah, of course. Let's <laughs> do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> I think the only time that we ever did that was when John Sebastian from 11 Spoonfuls on. And I was like, Speedy, how big of a 11 Spoonful fan are you, actually? And then you were like, oh, yeah, I like Do You Believe in Magic. And I was like, all right, I'm going to do the interview. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay. Uh, number three, our first episode, like I mentioned, the best and worst Bob Dylan covers. I just, I just love the idea that for our big splash first episode, <laughs> like, like our, our our idea of like, uh, okay, I know we're a niche topic, but we can appeal to a wide audience. Right. How about a bunch of songs that are fifty years old?
1: Yeah, the kids, they know and love them. I really do.
0: Everyone's still talking about Bob Dylan covers from the 1960s. That's how we'll announce. And you know, it's funny. Like, I remember like texting it to people, like, oh, you should check this out. You know, and like, you don't like Bob Dylan. You, I mean, you might like me because we're friends, but you don't care about Bob Dylan. Just, there's so many people that, like, I tell about this podcast, and I'm like, I don't really know if you'd like any of this yeah. stuff. But <laughs> you're all I've got. <laughs> all right. Um, Number two, our one of our 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 second most recent episode, um, celebrating the 70th birthday of Singing in the Rain, it was its birthday. It is considered the greatest musical of all time, according to AFI in 2006, I think. But I've never seen it anywhere other than commercials. So I don't <laughs> really know how relevant that was. I just we both love that movie. So
1: right, yeah, not not relevant at all. Number
0: one. <laughs> You know what it is, but our number one least relevant episode we ever did was our second episode when, you know, we've, we hooked you with Bob Dylan, and now how we're going to keep you is by discussing Charles Manson's music <laughs> career. Now we've roped you. Now you're going to sit down and listen to what I've got to say, because we are going to delve into Charles Manson's album that helped pay for his legal fees. Oh, that but we did also have a lot of... That was our second
1: episode?
0: That was our second episode. Our yeah, but we had fun though, because we also got... It was like, <laughs> it, it became... It was like Charles Manson for 20 minutes, and then it was like celebrities who have tried music. We listened to Christopher Lee's like Death Metal. We listened to William Shatner sing like Loose in the Sky with Diamonds. Like, we had we had fun.
1: Yeah, that's true. There were fun aspects of that episode. Let's not uh, self-deprecate too much, even though we deserve it. <laughs> uh, yeah, the the other folks made it come together.
0: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but it was been, I remember like editing that episode with my fiance being like, "I feel like should I cut cut this off at some point? Like we're probably spending too much time on Charles Manson's folk career." <laughs> I
1: think um, you even hit me with a couple questions like, "Do you think we should post this?"
0: Yes, we did we stopped in the middle of the episode cuz I we was did. like, "I feel you... like we, we're we're talking about Charles Manson too much." But like He's a terrible person. Uh, obviously, he deserved to be in jail for life. Yeah. But he's not a terrible singer.
1: Right. And the irony so is, we're now talking about him even more now. <laughs> and are re- reflecting on us whether we should yes. talk about Charles Manson. We're still leading unsure.
0: <laughs> yes. We're still unsure. And yet, we were so confident that we made it our second episode. Yes. Um, okay, favorite episodes. And then we can finally get off the topic of ourselves, because who really cares about us, but we have fun here. <laughs> uh, when we had Brian Stack, the one of the dear writers from Conan who's now a writer for Colbert, that was great.
1: That's that is my personal favorite.
0: Yeah. What a wonderful it time. We had a good time. We talked about depression. I totally yes. appreciated that.
1: Found out he's from my town. Actually.
0: Oh, right, we talked about the brown chicken murders from Palantine.
1: Yep.
0: <laughs> um when we celebrated this was one of the rare times where it was like breaking old soul news when ABBA came back and they announced their first album in forty years. Oh, yes. And then we had the director of the ABBA museum from Sweden, Ingmarie Halling, come on.
1: That was very fun. And you now have a friend ac- across the pond. Um,
0: yeah, she and I are pals. We've talked talking yeah. a bit, but we we were like still emailing like when I was in Denver. Like we're we're pals. Um. <laughs> I really enjoyed when we did. This was actually like a very well listened to episode for us when we did our 75th birthday of It's a Wonderful Life, because that that movie's all, that movie is always relevant. Like, if basically the best thing you can do in the 40s or 50s was get a Christmas thing. If you can have a Christmas yeah. movie or a Christmas song, and even though I argued that these are, this was not a Christmas movie, uh, it's still a Christmas time movie. Like, you will be relevant forever. Like, yeah. no one's talking about Mister Smith Goes to Washington. Or Harvey, which are two delightful movies. (laughs) But It's Wonderful Life, Jimmy Stewart lives on forever. So, like, that episode, people liked it. Um, And also my favorite part was when we discussed why the angels, who are supposed to be, like, the best of us, said that Clarence was as dumb as a rabbit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. They kept insulting how stupid Clarence is and is like, are you supposed to be, like, a nice angel in the sky? I feel like Clarence should be your boss as far as, like, being an angel goes. Right. Goodness. And then also when we had Jeremy Swift, a.k.a. Higgins from Ted Lasso on. That was cool. Also very well listened to episode. Um, Any other favorite moments or things, Speedy, that you wanted to talk about before we get off the topic of ourselves?
1: I think this moment here, right now. (laughs) (laughs) What a beautiful time of reflection we just shared. So no. You don't have any (laughs) other ones.
0: Got it. Whole year. Nothing else to talk about. Okay. (laughs) You're over it. Got it.
1: <laughs> no, I think I think we've shared something beautiful here, Danny. And now it's time to not talk about ourselves anymore.
0: <laughs> I, I know the funny twenty thing is minutes. You you hate talking about yourself.
1: I do avoid the topic at any price. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> um. Okay. A couple things I want to get to before we get to some main topics, but some orders of business to discuss. One, and people have been talking about this all week, but now that we're recording this on Sunday, so it's today. Did you know, Speedy, today is George Jetson's birthday?
1: Oh, yes. Have you seen this? I, I've seen it. It It's From the cartoons, here.
0: the Jetsons yeah. from the 60s. They said he was 40 years old for the uh, 40-year-old father of the Jetson family in 2062. He was born July 31st, 2022, allegedly. Therefore, um, 21 years after when 2001, a space odyssey should have taken place. We are now in Jetson territory, where George (laughs) Jetson was born. Now, I don't know if flying cars were invented uh, during his lifetime. I mean, I'm sure, like, for my 91-year-old grandma, the iPod being invented was pretty crazy. Um, Mm -hmm. But we are theoretically in the great future that we should be expecting, according to the 1960s.
1: Wow. I can only pray that the future looks uh, like the retro
0: future. The retro future, yes. Well, it's just the the thing about the Jetsons that's crazy is that, like, they have flying cars, but if you look at cars in the 60s, like, they don't have air conditioning yet, (laughs) a lot of them don't have seat belts yet, right? And they don't even have Bluetooth yet. It's just the radio, there's no CDs. I don't think they had cassette tape yet, but they're like, they'll be flying in no time.
1: (laughs) Well, see, that's if we had just used our resources wisely, you know? Mm, Why did we need to pour true. our technology into enjoying the the ride, you know? We could have poured the technology into making the car fly.
0: Well, we're going, we don't need roads.
1: <laughs> yeah, who needs the radio? Um, when you can just 99 bottles of beer on the wallet the whole time.
0: Oh, good times with the alphabet game.
1: What's the alphabet? You
0: know, game? we. Oh, our friend Lee taught it to me. You know, it's like you... Uh, everyone in the car is to like get from A to Z, finding a word they see somewhere outside the car on like a billboard or something. Oh,
1: I see. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, fun.
0: Hey, you're in LA. You drive sometimes. I do. Of course, you'd Free be Whitney. stuck in traffic, <laughs> so you'd just be using the yes. same sign for 30 minutes.
1: Yeah, they have billboards with large walls of text because they know you're going to be sitting there.
0: <laughs> they have like a book page. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like you'll know, they know you'll have time to read it.
1: Nope.
0: (laughs) Uh, okay also uh, a movie we mentioned but have talked about in this podcast everything everywhere all at once became the first a24 movie that's the production company uh to top 100 million dollars wow like when we talked about it it was just kind of like an indie movie some people were talking about now it's like a box office hit
1: that's incredible i did not know that and i'm very happy to hear it Well, i
0: rewatched it last night that's why i was thinking about it you did last night because oh you know what wow. i have to tell you this um this is officially like an old soul topic we have so many things to talk about today i'm going soft topic but <laughs> um i officially became 50 years old because i bought a sound bar you did for my tv yeah i was like you know we could really use better sound on this tv <laughs> the speakers in the tv are just not the same
1: wow well see it all started when you got that record player danny now you're like,
0: I know. You,
1: you appreciate quality sound in a way that you did not before.
0: That's exactly right. That's exactly right. So now I have a soundbar, and, and then I was like, we have to listen to everything everywhere all at once. I want to watch that movie because that has a really great score, and that would be a good way to usher in the soundbar. Um, if you're an old soul at gmail.com, if your soundbar is always like a second late audio wise, I have found that. Still great, but always like a little late. Like, a little <laughs> bit. like I've never seen a soundbar work totally in sync.
1: Wait, Danny, are you telling me that you. <laughs> <laughs> that you bought a sound bar to enhance the sound experience but all of your sound is going to be out of sync now
0: here's the thing so now i get distracted every time i'm watching something because i'm watching for it and i can't tell oh if no. it's just i'm inventing it in my head or really is off i'm always staring at their mouths and not paying attention at this point
1: that's so funny i mean it's tragic i shouldn't laugh because <laughs> now you can't enjoy things but it's very I know, funny.
0: but I still enjoyed <laughs> that movie. So congratulations to them. Just yes, congrats um, to them. Uh, shout out to Joni Mitchell, making her first s- live set in more than 20 years, the Newport Folk Festival last Saturday with uh, our girl Brandi Carlisle. That was cool.
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: Wow. She played both sides now, one of my all-time favorite songs. Very eerie when it's sung by somebody who's, like, older now. I was like, whoa, you know? Whoa.
1: Oh, I have to look that up. I actually didn't know that she did that.
0: Speedy, it was on TikTok. You should have saw it.
1: Do you think I go on the TikTok machine, Daniel? I do.
0: I do think you go on TikTok. I think it's the least old soul thing about you. I think you go on TikTok.
1: I do. I do. But not that often. I know you do. Yes. I'll put it down for like a month and then I'll pick it back up and go, (laughs) woohoo.
0: Three hours later. I can't believe there's a whole library of books about worms. (laughs) Sorry. That's what I think TikTok is. Just very hyper-focused topics. Yes. (laughs) it's visual reddit okay i wanted to talk about very briefly um i saw uh, elton john's farewell tour his second to last show in new york new jersey ever
1: i'm very jealous that's
0: wonderful he's coming to la you could he's his last american shows ever will be or at dodger stadium i think
1: you know i'm a cheapskate daniel you think i'm gonna pay money for concert tickets no i should i should dodger stadium's very close so i should
0: (laughs) Yeah, you should. Um, I just want to say, and we'll stop talking about things, but I think a lot of people like Elton John. Um, He sounds really good. It's not his voice. Like, it is his voice. Like, it's not the one you're used to, but it is a voice. And for someone who's 75, having a singing voice is very impressive. It's it's cool that he sounds good.
1: Oh, cool. Yeah, he um, hasn't resorted to talk singing, kind of?
0: No, no. It's that, that, and that's what I was waiting for. I mean, there's some times where he has to, like, kind of abridge it a little bit like on philadelphia freedom he's not like uh, you know i
1: love, love you yes i do the
0: philadelphia freedom he's more like you know i love 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 you yes i do so oh okay like, love 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 he's not like love you know <laughs> was that clear
1: you know surprisingly yes
0: so we cut some corners. Um, the biggest takeaway for me, besides the fact that he's the best and I'll miss him already, is that I there's a lot of lyrics I learned I had wrong my whole life, which you should expect from an Elton John concert. We've talked about this extensively on this podcast. We read the lyrics to um, Benny and the Jets. <laughs> and I told you how I spent my whole life thinking um, the lyrics to your song were, I hope you don't mind that I put diamond words instead of down in words.
1: Right.
0: Wow. Um, So you tell me if this is pathetic. You tell me this is bad. Okay. So I thought the words to Saturday night's all right for fighting. You know, Saturday night's all right for fighting. Yeah. Um. So he says, Saturday night's all right for fighting. Get a little action in. I thought the words my whole life were Saturday nights all ride for fighting better than electioning <laughs> which I wow. don't think is a word but I always thought those were the words.
1: <laughs> so did you think this was a a political
0: <laughs> That's thing? a great question. What did I think? I thought he was saying like let's fight. <laughs> There's no time for politics. Let's just get to it now.
1: You know what? I I like that message in a way. It's like, yeah, what are we getting all wrapped up in the politics for? The real fights on the streets.
0: Well, to be honest with you, uh, the color scheme for that song, when he played, it was all rainbow. Everything was like rainbow colored. So I thought maybe he was making kind of like a pride reference to like, you know, to keep fighting and stuff. Interesting. For like rights, for people in the LGBTQ community. So then when he said like electioning, I was like, yeah. Maybe like. (laughs) They've lost faith in their government officials, we gotta keep fighting. But then I was I was there and I learned <laughs> that the words are action. <laughs> so I was completely wrong. Hmm. Um this is not like words I had wrong. These are more words I've just never understood. And when I heard them live for the first time, I really thought about them for a while and realized like Obviously, Bernie Toppin's lyrics are great because they're descriptive, and Elton John's great at making them come alive. But there are some times you hear his lyrics because if you don't know, Elton John's lyrics are usually written by Bernie Toppin. Lion King is Tim Rice, but most of his stuff is Bernie Toppin, and a lot of the times, like the lyrics, you're just like, "What? What does that mean?" So I was hoping maybe you could tell me because maybe this is all in my head because I'm clearly bad with lyrics.
1: Hmm.
0: So the first words to Rocket Man. She packed my bags last night, pre-flight, zero four. hour, 9, Nine a.m. Zoom. So, okay. She packed them last night, pre-flight, pre-flight. Fair, fair, before his flight. Before his flight, yes. Now, you and I lived in Miami for four years. We both know, since we live by Cape Carnaval. Can- Canaveral. Canaveral? Yeah, that one. That rocket launches are at like 3.30 in the morning. So what does zero – well, first of all, what does zero hour mean? And then what does 9 a.m. mean?
1: Yeah, you came to me for help, Danny. And this is a line I have always been confused about.
0: (laughs) Zero hour, 9 9 a.m. Okay, so... Because
1: I assume zero hour is on the 24-hour military clock. Zero hour would be midnight. But Mm then 9 a.m. is a different time. So...
0: (laughs) Is he saying it's 12.09 a.m.?
1: Oh, it's not the space is Is just a musical space
0: is it military time and it's 12.09 a.m
1: maybe i did think he was saying two different times zero hour and 9 a.m are two different things but i guess it could be zero colon zero nine a.m it's it's
0: zero hour (laughs) it's also nine a.m
1: hmm
0: but, Uh-oh. as with all Bernie Taupin lyrics, you whether or not it makes sense, you can't deny the fact that it's fun to say. Zero Nine hour, 9 a.m. Um, also at Rocket Man when he says, uh, Mars ain't the kind and of place to, place to raise, raise your, your kids. kids. <laughs> In fact, fact it's, it's cold, cold as, as hell. hell. And then, here's where I don't understand. And there's no one there, there to, to raise them. them. If, you, if did. you did. Okay, so... Yeah, Is he not raising his kids on Mars? I, like, <laughs> help raise him? Like, there's no, like, nannies on Mars? I thought he was raising them on Mars. Who's raising them on Mars?
1: Right. I, again, you've come to me for help. <laughs> I don't know. I have always interpreted interpreted this as just very hypothetical. He's just starting to think about the different versions of how stuff could go. So that's how I let the logic slip. He's like yeah, it'd be a tough, tough place to raise your kid up there. It's a horrible place. And, oh, and there's no other people up there to to help you out. And,
0: I, <laughs> and such. And such. <laughs> you understand. Okay. Two more things to get to. We're, of course, going over, as always. Real quick, uh, the Super Bowl. I grew up in a family where my dad didn't like sports. My mom didn't like sports. And the Super Bowl of our household was the Oscars. But number two was the Kennedy Center Honors which is like this big thing where they honor like five people for their career in performing arts in some way. Um, and they announced this year's, which is Gladys Knight, George Clooney, U2, uh, Amy Grant, who's a religious singer-songwriter, so I have no real stake. I don't really know anything about Christian music. And a composer named Tanya Leon. Um, Gladys Knight, I think, is a no-brainer. Mm-hmm. Um, U2 makes sense. They've been doing more rock bands. They already got Led Zeppelin. They got the Who. They got Paul McCartney. They have <clears throat> never gotten the Rolling Stones. But I feel like Ooh. they just probably like called Mick Jagger and he was like, "No." <laughs> He's probably like, I don't care. I'm not coming. Right.
1: That must that must be it because there's no reason they would not ind- Like, how how do you do you two first? No disrespect to you two before Rolling Stones, but before yeah. Rolling Stones, okay.
0: <laughs> yeah exactly george clooney i'm fine with i guess he's like a cultural icon
1: right he's very much a I household th- name okay yes
0: i i feel like denzel washington should get it before him yes he doesn't have one yet oh he's been famous longer yeah i just think like daniel day lewis like I, I love george clooney but like i just feel like as far as like you know, serious acting art goes. Like, I don't think of George Clooney. I love him, again, just in case he's listening. But I don't think of him as, like, an artist. Yeah. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I, I agree. I wonder if he's skirting by by his Rosemary Clooney connection. Do you think he <laughs> gave it to him because of... <laughs>
0: Keep Your Old Soul is undefeated. Yeah, it's because of his, his aunt as Rosemary Clooney. Yes, that's why. It's a nepotism. I don't even think she has one, but it's a nepotism <laughs> It's higher. a
1: nepotism thing.
0: <laughs> I'm going to see if she has one. I'm on the list to see if she has one. Hold on. I must know. Rosemary. No, she does not have one. Sorry.
1: Gee, ding it. Gold ding. Gold ding.
0: Um, according to Gold Derby, other people who don't have one yet, Liza Minnelli. L- Liza Minnelli does should- not? No, so they should Ooh. hurry up on that. Uh, we said Rolling Stones. Harrison Ford does not have one, and what? like I was, just, so I put Harrison Ford in the George Clooney category of like someone who's handsome and charming. He is beloved. I love him, not like always Oscar bait. Although George <laughs> Clooney does have an Oscar for Syriana, but mm. like they should give the one to Harrison Ford. But maybe he also was like I'm not coming. I don't Wait, care. I was That's gonna say he. Would do. he oh, yeah.
1: for sure, he's in the Mick Jagger category. He does not want to show up there.
0: <laughs> so. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yes. Bob Newhart. Who should absolutely have he one? She doesn't have in the 90s? one.
1: No. And that's lame. This is lame. Um I'm gonna start to use the Lord's name in vain. I'm real close gold, to it.
0: Gold Dang. No, don't you dare. Use your eighteen <laughs> eighties euphemisms about cars and use it well. Gold dang. <laughs> gold
1: dang. Thanks for keeping dang me in it. line. Thank you.
0: No problem. Um, okay, but congrats to all those people and Gladys Knight, the Empress of Soul. Of course, you should have one. Yes, very much so. Also, Dion Warwick was, does not have one. That would be cool.
1: That would be very we like cool. Warwick. I do, too. Yeah, we like Dion. Warwick. Cool.
0: Yeah. Um, what's that song we both love? Alfie?
1: Oh, well, that one, Celia um, Black. But uh, Dion Warwick does, uh, do you know Walk On By? If I know many Dion Warwick. Okay, yes,
0: street. I know Walk On By, but okay. I'm, there's no way she doesn't <laughs> have a cover of Alfie. Yeah, I'm mean she, she also covered Alfie. Oh, she did as well. Okay. Just so you know. Just so it's clear.
1: I've don't humiliated ever, myself for the last don't time. Don't you
0: ever challenge me <laughs> on the song Alfie, specifically. <laughs> <laughs> no, but my favorite Dan Warwick song is, um, Every moment when I wake make-up. up, before I put, put on my makeup.
1: makeup. Oh, wait, it's not to take us off on another tangent, but have yeah. we talked about my misheard lyric from that song on this podcast? My, I don't think so. Oh, my gosh. My whole childhood. She, she continues that line to sing, I say a little prayer for you, and I thought that she was saying, I save a little bread for you, and I thought it was a very sweet gesture that Wait. she would save some bread <laughs> for I her lover. save a little bread? Yeah. Hold
0: on, hold on. Time out. We're rewinding. <laughs> Did you know what the name of the song was?
1: Well, I mean, I'm dipping back into my childhood. So my mom would play the song in the car. Okay. So I didn't okay, know so you didn't, that's what it was called. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you did not look at the
0: track list, see, save a little prayer for you, and go, that's just a euphemism. What they really mean is yeah, <laughs> they really
1: need is save some bread. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Give me a roll, Dion. <laughs> I, I remember, uh, yeah, you told me that one time. That's great. Yeah. Mm.
1: yeah. And, and Walk on By, as well, mm. there was one where she sings, uh, I think it's Broken in two. Um, but I thought it was broken in glue. And as a kid awesome. I thought that was very impactful. Like, wow, she's been trying to glue the pieces back together, but the pieces are still broken.
0: She can't do it. He, Speedy, I just realized that we talked about that. And yeah, maybe but- the other one. Our third episode is the most misheard lyrics.
1: We we probably did.
0: And I we talked about the glue thing. I remember the glue thing.
1: Gosh darn. Happy anniversary, everybody. We're retreading. Yeah.
0: All right. Last topic of the day. When I saw this on Twitter, I was like, we have to talk about this. There is a Wikipedia page called List of Signature Songs. <laughs> and, you know, Wikipedia, I think, has, I would say, strengthened over the years. And it's a reliability. Like, I think it's pretty objective. Like, a lot of pages are pretty well researched and stuff. You should always, like, find the articles that they're, connected to and then just go read those articles not take everything from wikipedia verbatim i think but this is incredibly subjective and i have no idea how they could possibly essentially have each artist list like just a bunch of famous artists listed and then there's like a giant table chart and then it has their quote-unquote signature song after them i have no idea how you could quantify that
1: that is very funny because you do have to provide sources for stuff that you post on wikipedia is my understanding so right. are there sources on this list? It looks
0: like it, but it might just be like referencing the song. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to read the description from the Wikipedia page. A signature song is the one song, or in some cases, one of a few songs, that a popular and well-established recording artist or band is most closely identified with or best known for. This is generally differentiated from a one-hit wonder in that the artist usually has had success with other songs as well, So, Speedy, this morning we were deciding artists to guess, and I said Vanilla Ice. Probably not on this list.
1: Probably not. Uh, See, when we got to that one, I was going to say, it has to be Ice Ice Baby, because I can't even name (laughs) another one. No,
0: (laughs) I was making a joke. Okay. a A signature song may be a song that spearheads an artist's initial mainstream breakthrough, a song that revitalizes an artist's career, or a song that simply represents a high point in their career often a signature song will feature trademark characteristics of an artist and may encapsulate the artist's particular sound and style it keeps going but (laughs) you get the point (laughs) that's the criteria but i still don't know who's like populating it who's making the list
1: right and who is verifying that their choice is worthy
0: okay so let's go through the artists that we picked ahead of time if you're an old soul, gmail.com, we can talk about this more in the next episode. If there's any artists you want to talk about, like the signature song that was picked, whether you think it's weird or not. Let us know. We'd we'll love to talk about it some more. These are the ones we picked ahead of time.
1: Ooh, for the ones that, that we water. talked about ahead of time, should we um, say the artist name one, two, three, and we both blurt out what we think it is?
0: At the you want us to say it at the same time?
1: That you're right. We you shouldn't do that on a podcast. <laughs> does make any sense when
0: we already talk over each other because we're thousands of miles away from each other right <laughs> <laughs> and we're on uh Zen well, we, we could just
1: talk about it normally let's talk about it normally i take it back
0: no i love the idea of us let's let's try ones like that let's start with the beatles because i think that they're the band the most that has no signature song
1: yes they have no signature song this was very oh. hard for me to try to pick one
0: yes Okay. and we should say like I'm i'm not trying to say what i think their signature song is because i'm such a dork that I would pick one that no one's heard of. I mean like what I think a website would say.
1: Yes, right. It was difficult trying to think of what the Wikipedia poster would say versus my personal preference or, yeah. So
0: So let's see what we think it is. We'll say it at the same time.
1: Okay, one, two, three, boom. And we say it on boom, like one, two, three, name.
0: Yeah, I was going to say three, two, one. Oh, sure. you want to do one, two, three?
1: (laughs) I guess as long as it's the same number of, of seconds. We're okay.
0: Okay. All right. So then we'll, so we're doing three or we're doing
1: one? Uh, three, two, one, name. Zero hour. 9 a.m. 3
0: a.m. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The Beatles, here we go. Three, two, one. Hey, Jude. Hey, Jude.
1: Yes. Oh, let's uh-huh. go. All
0: right. I just, they just love to pick that song, even though, like, I don't think it should be a signature song because it's like a Paul McCartney vehicle. <laughs> that's just my opinion all right let's see what signature songs has the beatles wait where where are they they they're not on here
1: they're not on what oh maybe they agree that they can't have a signature song
0: are you kidding me (laughs) (laughs) they're not on here wow what if none of the bands we picked ahead of time are on here
1: that'd be so funny but I, really, is that but again, funny? Is that The very first thing you said is that they can't have a signature song and that's that that's correct.
0: I was they right by, and by don't. being wrong and unprepared. <laughs> by the way, vanilla ice is on here.
1: They and is it ice It's
0: ice be? ice baby. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so they're violating their own criteria.
0: <laughs> what do you Okay, what do you think the Beatles signature song should be?
1: Ooh. Uh, I mean I have to think about this further, but my first gut reaction is, I am the walrus, just because there's nothing else quite like it.
0: <laughs> Speedy, you don't know what the signature song means. <laughs> you don't get the show. <laughs> I know. No, I know. it should be like Hard Day's Night.
1: Should... No, no, you're right. It should be.
0: <laughs> the, I, I am the walrus? Yeah. What, because their trademark is psychedelics? Who?
1: <laughs> who else could ever make such a thing?
0: I know, I understand. It's a good it's a good pick. I think your pick is more fun than mine, so you win. No, but you, um, okay, you have the well, more
1: legitimate pick. That is more correct.
0: Um there's no such thing as more correct. I we when it, I, I do have a Beatles poster behind me, but that's not the point. <laughs> um Okay. Let's see if anybody else is on here. All right, let's do Elton John. Okay. Let's see who what we think their signature song for Elton John would be. Okay. Do you want to count us down?
1: Okay. Three two one rocket man rocket man okay,
0: okay. <laughs> are we just gonna have the same have opinion nonsense? for each one friends wow but the thing is the, the the truth is I wouldn't have picked that four years ago it's only because the movie came out and made it like his brand
1: I had I had a similar thought yeah the the movie cemented it but I might have gone um maybe Tiny Dancer or something.
0: Yeah. Like I probably would have picked Tiny Dancer or like your song or Rock. Yeah or Rock. your song. I wouldn't yeah. have picked I would not have picked Rocket Man. For William Shatner, oh sure.
1: Oh yes. <laughs> <All>
0: right, <let's laughs> if you this listen on to here. our
1: covers episode.
0: Okay. Uh Elton John is also not on here.
1: It's are you kidding?
0: <laughs> but they have Blake Shelton when I control F. What? Uh,
1: we're oh for two. Uh, we're
0: over two. All right. I know Frank Sinatra's on here because I accidentally saw it. You want to guess what Frank Sinatra's in is? Yeah. <laughs> what do you think it is?
1: Fly Me to the Moon.
0: No, it's My Way.
1: Oh, of course it's My Way. Yeah, that, yeah, that is like yeah, his yeah. signature song.
0: I, yeah. I think I, I personally, as someone from New Jersey, <laughs> I think it should be New York, New York, but I understand why it's My Way that is like his anthem.
1: It Yeah, it should be. It should be.
0: All right, well, should I even see if any of the other ones that we did are on here? This is embarrassing. <laughs> is Bob yeah. Dylan on here? I no. like us
1: dragging our carcass through this. Like, this uh... is,
0: Hey, it's our one-year anniversary, okay? Madonna's not on here, so that topic doesn't work. This wow. is getting great. Well,
1: there's I'd Pink be curious what, what you say your Bob no. Dylan one is, because to me, I feel like there's a very obvious one that the world has just decided is his most famous one, even though his discography is so sprawling, like you can't actually
0: pick. you were so fired up i've never seen you this angry before you're angry about something that doesn't exist you're angry about something that doesn't exist
1: i mean i like the song but just the world has decided it's the one and i'm like okay so i think the the world has decided
0: that it's like a rolling stone but it should be blowing in the wind is that what you're gonna say
1: i'm not i actually don't have an opinion on what it should be i think like the beatles you actually cannot pick it's impossible
0: Yeah, okay, Jimi Hendrix. Okay, literally everyone I picked ahead of time is not on here except for Frank Sinatra. That's so funny. I'm sorry, everyone. Let me just go through some of the answers, though, and we can decide retroactively that are on here. Okay, ABBA's Dancing Queen. That's fine. that's fine, yes. The Animals' House of the Rising Sun. Duh. Louis Armstrong, What a Wonderful World. Duh. Duh. Uh, (laughs) Okay, that's interesting. Backstreet Boys, I want it that way. That's interesting.
1: Oh, (laughs) I agree with that. I do. No, I agree
0: with that. <laughs> um Tony Bennett, I Left My Heart in San Francisco. That's fine. Chuck Berry, Johnny Be Good. Yeah. That's fine. Glenn Campbell, Rhinestone Cowboy. Okay. The Carpenters, we've only just begun. That is wrong. Come see me, Wikipedia. Yeah. Meet me at the flagpole at three AM. 3 p.m. <laughs> it is not we've only just begun. We've only just begun to fight.
1: <laughs> it's do we have the same opinion on this, Danny? Do we? The Carpenters? Yeah. Three, hmm, two, two, one, one superstar.
0: That's a good one. I was gonna say close to you, but I think superstar.
1: Ooh, close yeah, to you. Yeah, I think good, it though. should
0: be super. I'm, I'm, 'cause close to is like their first hit, kind of like your song with Elton John. Right. But I think superstars. Yeah, I think that's the right answer. I'm cool with that.
1: Okay. We. So we you're wrong. But we can both agree to meet Wikipedia at the flagpole at
0: 3 a.m. Yeah, you're wrong, Wikipedia. That's the name. Okay. Sammy Davis Jr., I've got to be me. Okay, pretty much like okay. if anyone has like an anthem, it's like automatically that. Um yeah. John Denver, Take Me Home Country Roads, Deep Purple, Smoke on the Water, Doors Light My Fire. I don't care about that. Um, Eagle <laughs> Hotel, California. Right. Yeah, yeah. Rita yeah. Franklin, Respect. Respect, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So really what this is is what's the first song – that globally pops
0: into
1: <laughs> your head. I mean if Billy think Joel is piano
0: man, so maybe. Right. Journey is Don't Stop Believin. Yeah. Obviously. John Lennon's Imagine. Yeah. Of course. Gladys Knight in Night Train at Georgia. Leonard yeah. Scannard Freebird. Don McLean American Pie. Even yeah. though we all love Vincent. <laughs> um,
1: wow. Yeah, that's I'm all it is. Through. It's just it's the immediate association. <laughs> <laughs> Don McLean, Queen's American Bohemian Pie.
0: <laughs> Yeah. Rolling Stone is Satisfaction, which I, I thought it would be. Yeah. Ooh. That's what I had Neil to Neil Sedaka is breaking up is hard to do. Listen, guys. Listen. <laughs> his autobiography is called Laughing in the Rain. Okay. It was his big number one hit in the 70s. Okay. What do you think Simon and Garfunkel's is?
1: Sound of Silence.
0: Yeah. Okay. <laughs>
1: Everything's obvious.
0: Well, what do you think Bruce Springsteen's is?
1: Oh, uh, born in the usa
0: it's born to run oh okay temptations my girl okay we're almost done um amy winehouse's <laughs> I sadder rehab.
1: Sadder. rehab i
0: would like it to not be rehab can we make amy winehouse's valerie so it's not rehab yeah i was because of how she died
1: i would have said uh uh back to to black that one that one's good i like that one
0: that is a good song yeah um and then Andy Williams, Moon River, Village People, YMCA. Of course. You know, okay, this this list is full of crap because <laughs> it has Vanilla Ice, Ice, Ice Baby, and then after that it's the Verve, Bittersweet Symphony. There are a lot of one-hit wonders on here, okay? Yeah. But no Beatles. So your list is flawed. I'm sorry I picked this for our last topic on our anniversary show. We've come a long way.
1: We've come a long way. I think this will spur us to do better in the new year. To end well, okay, on such but, a sour note.
0: <laughs> no, 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 no. Hey, this is not our fault because you and I agreed that we should pick topics ahead of time, pick artists for it, and then that way we could have fun with the audience trying to guess what the answer was. So I didn't look because I didn't want to see the answer. Right. That's how I found out what Frank Sinatra's was because I looked to make sure he was on there and didn't check any of the other ones.
1: Wow. Actually, that's pretty funny the odds of that because every yeah. single one on our list didn't make it. <laughs> exactly. Except they have for Rick
0: Astley never going to give you up, but they don't do one hit wonders. But. The- <laughs>
1: Wow. Wow.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So awkward. Um, (laughs) Anyway, Speedy, um, this year has been a pleasure, and here's to many more. Yes. Happy birthday.
1: Happy birthday, Danny. I have had much fun doing this sporadically, and let us do it sporadically more.
0: Nobody. And I mean nobody hates saying nice things more than you
1: yes this is painful (laughs) for me you are so uncomfortable
0: (laughs) (laughs) but sporadically you give compliments just like sporadically we do episodes of this podcast
1: yes